As Peter ministered among the people, he met a man named Aeneas, who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Peter told him, Get up and make your bed, because Jesus is this moment healing you. He instantly was on his feet, and several standing nearby accepted Jesus as well. Verse 36 of chapter 9. A woman named Tabitha, who had been known for a life of serving the poor, but had become ill, and the disciples prepared her body for burial. When those disciples heard Peter was near, they called for him to come to Joppa, where the woman had lived. Peter commanded her to stand up, and she did so without hesitation. He then called for all the disciples to examine her, and it was quite clear that she was fully alive. The news spread quickly, and Peter stayed in Joppa several more days. Chapter 10, verse 1. Cornelius was a Roman military officer who worshipped God and prayed regularly with his family and regularly gave to the poor. One afternoon, about three o'clock, an angel appeared to him who said his prayers had been answered. He was to locate a disciple, Simon the Rock. The next day, Simon fell into a trance on his roof and heard God tell him to eat ritually unclean food. He refused at first, for he had never violated the law in this manner. Then he saw a large bedsheet descend, filled with such animals. He told God, Oh no, I, I can't eat these. I have never violated the kosher laws. But the vision was repeated two more times and he was baffled by what it might mean. But a voice told him, What God has made clean cannot be made unclean. The vision repeated three times, perhaps to make the meaning even more clear. It seemed obvious. It went to the heart of the Old Testament distinction between ritual purity and impurity. Yet it also related to the Roman soldiers, of whom Cornelius was the chief officer. A knock at the door, and there were soldiers of Cornelius. Normally, the sight of a Roman officer's um, troops would prompt fear, but not this time, because God's voice, speaking deep within Simon, was much clearer than the voice of Cornelius, no matter how kind the Roman had been. Simon realized Cornelius was what his religion deemed unclean, but now God himself was saying Cornelius was clean. At that moment, God told Simon Peter that he, Simon Peter, was being summoned by God, and he invited the soldiers to stay the night at his home. It's just inviting trouble, Peter heard from deep within him. But that was the voice of fear, not the voice of God. What does all this mean? Peter wondered. And then he recalled what the soldiers had said. We are all in God's presence, and we are anxious to hear what God put in your heart to tell us. And Peter quickly realized what God was saying. He doesn't have favorites, 
It's not the Jews, it's not the Gentiles, it's not the Samaritans, not the Romans, not the Greeks. He sees us all as the same. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth, all the same. The next morning, Cornelius arrived and waited anxiously with relatives and friends. Cornelius bowed to worship, but Peter would have none of that. I'm just a man like you. Well, except for the honors that Cornelius had won. But they talked together and then went outside to see a large crowd. Peter was almost speechless, but not quite. God showed me there is no one ritually unclean, but what can I do for you? Now it was Cornelius' turn, and his message filled in any gaps that remained. And Peter responded, Now I know for certain God treats everyone the same. Race, citizenship, Roman, Jew, we are all the same. And he told Cornelius about Jesus. And the Holy Spirit fell, and the Roman Pentecost began. But the Jewish brothers were overwhelmed. But, but they're not even Jews. And Peter responded, or Samaritans. Stay a while, they said to Peter, as the crowd swelled. Get Saul and Barnabas. And they did. For the next year they preached and taught. It was a good year. And Saul became Paul. Lingering doubts lingered no more. At least not here and not now. This is Brother Don.